Hello, Kristen here with a new thing. Okay, so the bad news. We can't all move to Canada if Trump wins. The good news is that we can face whatever is coming together. And the antidote is for facing it together. It's for monthly gathering where we practice building resilience in the body long before November 5th. So you're going to practice returning to your body, your breath, and your being when the stakes are really low, when we're just in a Zoom room together, so that you build those muscles and they're easier to access when you really need them. And in case of a Trump win, you will really need them. And in case of a non-Trump win, you'll have them forever and it will be great regardless. <laughs> you can find all the details at jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Promo code TRUST takes $33 off before March 12th because trust. Again, that's jointheantidote.com. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is called Urgent Joy, uh, which is a thing. So um, life update, it is, hold on, what day is it? Let me check. <laughs> it is Wednesday, October 28th. I knew it was Wednesday, I just didn't know what day. And I was looking at my calendar and I was like, oh my God, the election is next Tuesday. Now, the election, you're like, how can you not know it's next Tuesday? And it's because in America, Trump has been campaigning for re-election since the moment that he was inaugurated four years ago. And so it has been a slog of never-ending re-election campaign materials. And uh, it feels honestly like this Tuesday is both never going to come and should have already passed like seven times by now. Like, how are we not there yet? So time itself is a little disoriented right now. And then I was like, oh my God, let me give you some helpful terms um, that saved me um, completely and totally in, in my brain and my mind, which is a lot of what I talk about. So uh, urgent joy. The first thing that I'm going to anticipate happening, regardless of whether Trump wins, whether it's disputed, whether, uh, whether Biden wins, whether no matter what happens, history is not going to turn on a dime and then November 4th will be magical. So, and I'm addressing this, it feels very America-based, but it's also knowing that America like drags the world with it. So it applies to you wherever you are in the world at some level. Because what happens in America affects everyone at a deep level. Like we all have relationships with Donald Trump, whether we like it or not. You have a personal relationship with Donald Trump. He does things in your body when I say that name. He does things when you watch him. He does things when you hear him. Or he does things when you completely avoid him because you know that you can't handle it. Um, and so I'm addressing that particular relationship and stepping back a bit to be like, hey, here's how to take care of you no matter what happens. It feels important and urgent um, because this is not about how to take care of you physically. This is about how to keep your soul alive. This is urgent joy. 
So the first thing that may happen on November 4th is that something unprecedented will happen. And that's not me being cynical. That's just like this whole year has been unprecedented. And so probably another unprecedented thing will occur. And when unprecedented things occur, we get disoriented. So the world functions like X. I understand it to be A, B, C, D. And then all of a sudden, the X's and the R's and the Y's come flying in and life is upside down and it feels like chaos. So there's orientation. I know how this works. And there's disorientation. I actually don't know how this works. So from the moment that Trump was uh, inaugurated, for a long time, it took about six to eight months for most of us, if not more, um, to get oriented again. Like, oh, this is not how government works. No, no, it is now. It's just not how it worked in the past. So massive disorientation has been pretty normalized with Trump. But it feels like this is another level. And so we don't have a game plan for what's going to happen next. Like CNN is like, here are the top 12 scenarios that might happen with Trump. And if there's anything that I know, it's that he defies those lists of like, here are the 12 things that might happen. It's always something that you couldn't have anticipated. And so let's just be prepared for disorientation, that we won't necessarily understand what's happening, that it will be moving very quickly, that it will feel mostly powerless, and that it may or may not involve widespread violence, whether it's on the part of the the winners, the losers, the militias, the alt-right, the QAnon, the who the fuck knows. There's probably going to be disorientation. And we can be completely swept away by the orientation, and that's fine, that's human. But we can also make a plan for urgent joy, which is simply believing that joy is important. That when we let the joy sit up front in our lives, we do a lot better than when we let the terror sit up front in our lives. And terror will naturally be the next thing that we hear, the next thing that we notice, the next thing that happens, because disorientation equals terror. So how can we actively fight for joy, let the joy sit up front, and be fairly urgent about it because we have a time frame? That's what we're doing here. The first thing about joy that I know for certain is that you have to remind yourself that it's possible and build in time for it or it dies. The, the joy is an and, not a when. It's not that when you get to X point, it will be, you'll be fine and then joy will appear. It's that it's an and. It's allowed to be at every point in every moment, right alongside all of the chaos, all of the pain, all of the disorientation. Joy is not canceled. If you haven't yet heard Joy is Not Cancelled, that's a podcast of mine, kristenkelp.com slash podcast. Take a listen, because if you're like, Joy is cancelled in times of disorientation, um, I strongly disagree with love for reasons that I, I took a long time explaining in a different podcast. Um, but if you're like, yeah, no, Joy doesn't have to be cancelled, perfect. So then we have to build in time for it or it basically dies. This is some sort of human failing that appears to happen, which is we cram and 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 cram more into our time, but not necessarily more joy into our time. Does that make sense? We've all done that, that you're just like, it's busy, 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 busy. How do you describe your life? Busy. How joyful is your life? Zero. <laughs> it's not necessarily the same, but it often can be because it's not something, joy is not something that we actively make time or space for. So I'm asking you to do this before you're disoriented so that you can make time and space for it. So what we're going to do is... Uh, make a list of your allies and helpers for when you forget. 
to remind yourself, these are the things that move the needle when my brain says nothing will move the needle, everything is terrible, life is over, I just want to die. And if you've never had those feelings or thoughts, awesome, well done. Um, But if your brain is an asshole, which mine is, it says those things pretty regularly. And I'm like, actually, I don't want to die. I'm just really fucking dehydrated and uh, brain is being dramatic. And there have been times when I have had suicidal ideations and that's neither here nor there, except to say, if you're having suicidal ideations, please call a suicide hotline. Please seek professional attention. And if your brain is simply being an asshole and that's just part of the ecosystem of your brain, which is what I'm addressing, then let's make a worksheet allies and helpers for when you forget because your brain can be like I honestly don't remember how to make myself feel joy again it will feel like it's lost forever when you enter into disorientation chaos unprecedented basically where we are in 2020 and I'm like well if it gets worse we're going to need this more urgently than ever so allies and helpers for when you forget I have a list. I'm going to share some of them. Some of them are totally private and some of them are like, oh, this makes perfect sense um, for helping me remember what keeps it together, what keeps it grounded, what keeps it maximum functioning happening within my body and soul. Notice maximum functioning is not the same as maximum productivity. Often productivity takes away from other larger functioning. Okay, so a bunch of these you have access to. This is a guarantee. Um, The first one of those is singing. And if you're like, no, I'm mute, then that's fine. Um, That might be one of you. I love you. Um, But everybody else, singing is always available to you. Um, And having a bath, having a shower, just generally um, resetting your body by entering into water, even if it's a stream, a river, an ocean, bath, a shower, a foot bath, uh, that can be really life-giving. My list embarrassingly has a sippy cup on it because it turns out that if I drink water out of a sippy cup with a super bendy straw, uh, I'm properly hydrated for the day. And if I'm like, no, I have to drink it out of this canister that's made of metal, I don't drink as much water. So just stupid stuff that you might be like, that is so embarrassing that that's true, that I drink water out of a sippy cup with a big swirly straw. And it's absolutely effective. So what difference does it make if it keeps me hydrated? Yes. (laughs) Um, Scribbling is really helpful for me. You might call it journaling. You might call it processing verbally or uh, writing. Scribbling is always, always helpful for me. What's going on within me, I can find out pretty quickly via scribbling. Likewise, making art, which for me is mostly processing. Um, I got a bunch of tiny canvases that cost like a dollar each, and I bought uh, neon Sharpies, and I dare myself to make the most angsty art possible using neon Sharpies. And no matter how angsty you make it, um, it's still a neon Sharpie. It still reads as joy. (laughs) It's just really stabby lines and sharp turns. Um, Breathwork is really helpful for me. Again, kristenkelp.com, you can sign up for Together Breathwork. There's also a post-election day breathwork on the 4th, uh, and that's at breathehealrepeat.com, or it's free when you join Together. Again, kristenkelp.com, take a look at breathwork. But me personally doing breathwork, um, I've collected a number of uh, digital classes over the course of the years, and I use 
other people holding space for me in breathwork virtually in that way to do breathwork myself. Um, I have a folder on my desktop. Again, this feels both really indulgent and really urgent for me to share. Um, there's a folder on my desktop that's called coached slash help, and it's every um, piece of breathwork uh, and program and ebook and everything that's ever been like, this has been, has been massively helpful. It's not, I need to look at this. I need to do this. I need to work through this. It's not task-based. It's you've already worked through these. You've already done these things. These were actually really helpful. They're all in a single folder so that you know where to go. If you're like, I just need someone else to be wise for a moment. That's a good folder to have. And whether that's in Dropbox, on your desktop, on your phone, in the cloud, accessible everywhere, the point is that there's some there's some source of wisdom that is outside of you that you can trust. So it's not a new class because a new class is like, will that work? Who knows? It's a bunch of the older classes, older materials, um, really sort of the tried and true is a good spot to just have access to and be like, these are truly helpful in times of of panic, of terror, of disorientation. I trust that this will be of service. Also candles and fire, like candles make me happy. Lighting candles makes me happy. I have candles all over the house. I refuse to feel shame about it. <laughs> um, days of unscheduled time for me are super critical that there is time that's tame. That's like, bup, 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 bup. I have, you know, 40,000 things to do in a day. And then there are days, usually weekend days, in which my calendar is clear. What do you have to do today? Nothing. And actively making a day in which nothing has to be achieved, accomplished, or crossed off a list is good for your soul. So if you want to take a nap, take a nap. If you want to do work on a project, work on a project. Um, anything is possible in those days, but like to have a day that's free of obligation is really really important for my soul. And if you're like, it's impossible to have a day without obligation. Maybe. I know. I know. I know. I know. Childcare is impossible. Uh, maybe it's not a whole day, but having pockets of unscheduled time, pockets of space, pockets of, I'll, we'll see what happens here, or we'll see what I'm going to do. Those feel like breathing room. Those feel like coming up for air. They're essential and vital Please do those. Please make those spaces in your calendar that like this is unscheduled, this is free, this has room for silence and stillness and space. Because disorientation, the last thing that you want to do is sit with it in silence and stillness and, and in the space that you make. And it's actually the healthiest thing to do is to take it and to make silence and stillness and space, to let it all settle down, let it all calm down, and just be with what is. And then I have some tools uh, from healing practitioners uh, that have been given to me, uh, some potions, um, those sorts of things. Those are super helpful. Uh, whimsy is on my list. It's just like, do it for the fuck of it. Why not? Go for it. Um, rituals are on my list. That grounding in space and time with the new moon and the full moon is actually really helpful for me to note the passing of time in a way that isn't daily is really helpful. Again, this feels indulgent and it's just me being like the most vulnerable. Um, so forgive me if you're like, this is really fucking boring and I don't give a shit. I've also made a list of who I trust, which is really, 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 um, I trust most everyone, 
Um, I will avoid if energy is like, oh, you're a freaky person. Uh, but the deep trust, the soul trust. Soul trust, I have a list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have a list of ten people. No, I'm not going to share them. Um, that are living in this globe, on the globe right now, that I deeply trust. Um, some of them are white as fuck. Some of them are people of color. Some are gay. Some are straight. Some are male. Some are female. Some are they. Um, some are people that I know personally. And some are people that I deeply look up and respect to and will probably never get to meet. But these are the people that I trust. When it's like, I am disoriented. Who do I trust to help me orient again? I have a list. It is helpful to have a list and and to not... Just let yourself be influenced by everyone. Because if you think about how many email lists are you on and how many people do you follow on social media, okay? That's that's probably a list that's in the tens, hundreds, possibly thousands. How many people do you trust with your soul? Hopefully, that's a much shorter list. And the tighter you can keep that list, the less that you feel like you're obligated to pay attention to everyone and to hear the voices of everyone and to just freak the fuck out because you need to pay attention to everyone, which is what social media is pushing on you. Who is the list of the people who are alive at this moment whose voices you can turn to when you are disoriented? They are generally wise. They are generally... Um, they're generally deeply trustworthy. And it's different for all of us, but knowing who you can trust, because you're going to spend a lot of time on who you can't trust in disorientation. And before you go into that, who can you trust? Who is on the list? Who do you trust in your soul? Make a list. And then there's also... Um, the other part of that is who do you trust from the dead and the transcendent? Maybe not that dead is a relative term. Um, but who do you trust that is no longer on this earth? And who can you turn to in that capacity um, to particularly to um, study their works, read their materials, and otherwise sort of steep in wisdom from people who have gone before? And if you're like, give me an example, Rumi, Rumi, Rumi. And if you're like, who's Rumi? Google some Rumi, um, R-U-M-I, ancient poet and mystic. Uh, Rumi's on my list. Ram Dass is on my list. And for the transcended, I put the Dalai Lama on my list because I feel like he's like partly here and partly just hanging out in some higher planes and then coming back to here. Doesn't matter that that's my list. The list is simply, who do you trust in your soul to guide you in, in more of an ancient way than in a like right now living at this moment way. Your list can be authors, poets, philosophers, scholars, um, rabbis, uh, wise women, indigenous peoples, ancient traditions that come to you from your lineage. Write them down. The point is not that you're, it's not who's on your list. It's that you know when you're disoriented, what can I come back to and who can I trust? That who's living that I can trust deeply in my soul and who is um, departed or transcended that I can trust deep in my soul.
I also made a list of albums that live in me, musical albums that live in me. And uh, there are a couple of those that are like, these always help. Put the record on, sit down. They always help. Finally, any life-giving projects that you have. And that's, that's work, that's personal, that's art, that's home improvement, that's tasks and objects that can be manipulated in the physical world in the three dimensions in this reality when you're disoriented can be very helpful for helping you stay in the body stay in Bikram it's called staying in the room in Bikram yoga which is over Um, but just generally like when things are really really difficult it's very difficult to stay in your body it's very difficult to stay present to what is what will help you stay present to what is sometimes fiddling with projects is exactly what's required and if it can be as simple as like, I'm going to assemble the largest Lego city that's ever existed, like an art installation, um, or it can be like, I'm going to tear the walls down to the studs and remodel the bathroom. A physical world project can be really, really grounding and helpful. And then finally, uh, I want to tell you about joy stacking, which is Joymongering, I don't know if it's a term I made up, it's a term I use. Uh, Joymongering is the act of spreading joy to others. And joy stacking, again, I think I made it up, but who the fuck knows? I mean, somebody might have said it first. Um, Joy stacking is the act of taking a bunch of stuff that's on your list that you've just created of who do you trust uh, in your soul, how does it work, who are your allies, who are your helpers, what are reliable ways that you can come back to yourself? Um, also movement like yoga, um, meditation, um, any sorts of like lotions and potions that help you come back to yourself, uh, cannabis, anything at all that's on that list, where can you stack it? And by stack it, I mean, my example is um, cannabis helps with anxiety and some of the uh, the really fucked up symptoms that have showed up in my body after coming back from Portland. It's so vulnerable to tell you that. And um, so like if you have cannabis and then you take a bath and then you put on your headphones and then you sing to an album that lives in you in the bathtub. So like this is a real example of like stacking joy of how much joy can you handle in your being? How much joy can you let move through you? So like that's one, two, three, four, five things that I love that are combined in some way. Another one that you can do is like make art while you listen to an album that lives in you. Um, Do breath work while you listen to an album that lives in you. If you enjoy walking, take a walk while you listen to a podcast from someone who's on your soul trust list. Or listen to a podcast in the bath with someone who's on your soul trust list. Um, The more that you can combine the things that move the needle, the more joy stacking is effective. Um, The generally better you will feel in your soul and in the depth of your being. And if we're being very honest, at this point in in, in time, I am less about uh, worrying about your business and more about like, but how is your soul going to survive this? Because that's the deepest, biggest concern that I could possibly have in this moment. How is your soul going to survive this? Let's work on some things together. So gather your allies, gather your helpers, And let's make some magic happen. Uh, If you would like a worksheet to just sort of remind you of all of this, it's at kristenkelp.com 
slash urgent joy. Urgent, U-R-G-E-N-T, joy, J-O-Y. And uh, yeah, there's a worksheet to just sort of walk you through. It's handwritten. It's it's like relatively janky, but also like handwriting is the way that I convey my deepest truths to the world. And then the final thing that can be on that list uh, is your curiosities. So just a list of what would you like to do, learn about, or try, um, because it's it's easy to give up curiosity when you're disoriented. You don't want to learn a new thing because you don't even understand what's going on outside, let alone like what the what the fuck? Why would I try and care about that? But it can be helpful, again, as a physical world distraction, what makes you curious? What do you want to try? What do you want to learn? What do you want to build? Assuming that between COVID and Trump, we have far less of a lifespan than we thought we did, curiosity is a wise, wise, wise way to be. So if you've always wanted to learn Italian, perfect. If you, if you have always wanted to learn to sing, if you want to get better at dancing, if you want to deepen your yoga practice, if you want to explore a different religion, if you want to read a thousand books by people of color, if you, like, whatever it is, it's, a, whatever goes on your curiosity list is both completely personal and completely right. Um, the places where you are curious are the places where you are alive. So let's go all the way into them and be alive because the truth is that if we don't make joy urgent, it will very often just disappear. And the disappearance of joy is not something that you notice right away. It's something you notice days, months, weeks, years later, or at least it was for me. I managed to lose joy for years before I was like, oh, 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 oh. this has important lessons. So the caveat here is always a couple of decades of chronic depression, um, a utter abandoning of myself and then learning to come back to myself. That's how I got my education and joy. It hasn't been up and to the right. My mind is just perfect. I understand these things in theory. This simple worksheet is some of the hardest one wisdom that I have ever had to articulate for myself. And it feels vulnerable to articulate it to you, but I'm doing it anyway. So you are going to grab that worksheet, kristenkelp.com slash urgentjoy. Or if you're like, I can't possibly use the internet right now. Fantastic. Allies and helpers for when I forget is written at the top of a page. These move the needle. Moving the needle being, if you imagine a car like going faster and faster, what helps the car move efficiently and quickly? And then make a list. Make a list. Make a list of your curiosity. Make a list of who you trust in your soul that's living, who you trust in your soul that's that's past. The everyday activities that cost very little that bring you joy. Singing, if you're like, there are no activities possible that bring me joy that are free. Singing, dancing, putting your feet on the earth, taking a walk, um, stretching. So may you uh, take the time to to treat joy as urgent in this moment right now uh, kristenkelp.com slash urgent joy is where we're going and if any party of you is like i am afraid of being utterly disoriented um, after the election yes so head to kristenkelp.com and click on breathwork that's going to take you to together and together is about doing breathwork every single month 
for a year so that we are connected at the deepest soul levels at least at least once a month because COVID plus Trump equals who knows when travel will be a thing again. Uh, many of my people are travelers. I feel you. I'm with you. There is pain in losing the ability to move about the world freely. Um, and that doesn't mean that we have to give up our sense of connectedness, rootedness, or togetherness. And monthly breathwork is a potent portal to make that happen. So kristenkelp.com, click on breathwork. It'll take you to together. It's 22 bucks a month. It's amazing. Sign up. It's beautiful. And then grab this worksheet and do it so that you are ready. Allies and helpers for when you forget it's happening. May you put joy front and center in your life right now. May it sit up front in the vehicle of your life. May you find ways to put terror in the back seat. May you remember everyone and everything good, kind, wise, helpful, useful, and life-giving if and when disorientation comes for you. And on behalf of everyone that I talk to in the United States, if you're in the rest of the world, I'm just, I'm so sorry that it's such a shit show and I'm so sorry that it affects you. It's really, 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 really bad. And um, this is, not even cynicism. This is just like, let's be prepared for what could happen. So even if you think this is stupid, I dare you to take three minutes and just write it down. Make a list somewhere. Put it in some place that's really easy to see when you work from home, which I assume you're doing, or put it on your fridge or put it on your mirror because your brain is going to say, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Just go watch some screens. Joy is over. And I say, no. Joy is more urgent now than ever. And here's how I'm going to make it happen. Thank you so, so much for listening. Hopefully I will see you on the other side and, uh, and we'll be talking about a Biden victory and, uh, the, the utter disorientation will be pretty minimal. Uh, but if not, this is here for you. It's important. Please take the time to do it. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. If you do not want to do this election season alone with your phone, I encourage you to check out jointheantidote.com. It's new. It's fantastic. And promo code TRUST takes $33 off until March 12th. So get on it. Again, jointheantidote.com. J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Join the antidote.